This episode contains adult language, mature situations, Baji Kwan practitioners, overly complicated expositions, cameos from real-life martial arts masters, and a simple revenge plot. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 232, Special Martial Arts Technique, Manga Style. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vang reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Uh, for those who are joining us for the first time, Spark is a podcast that provides informative reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. Every episode I talk about one to two manga titles, movie titles, whatever the podcast is about, and I tell you the pros and cons about it, if it's worth checking out or if you should avoid it like the plague. Now, you don't have to agree with anything that me or any of my co-hosts say, but we try to be as impartial as possible, give you as much information as possible, and we just try to make it fun. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spiker.com, on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and a bunch of other social media sites. If you want to email us, it's zip. Zan at Spirekin.com, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N, or Spirekin at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, at Spirekin. And, uh, yeah, send us a comment or concern, let us know what you think. And I just got back from Anime NYC, it was a blast. I introduced someone to their first anime convention, they had a great time. There was a lot of really cool things that happened, a lot of weird things that happened, and I'm going to be definitely doing a review with Doug Wilder about... The convention, our thoughts and our hopes and our dreams of what will happen and what we liked and what we didn't like. We'll let you guys know it as soon as we record it. But as you know, this week is a very important week in the United States and in America. It is Thanksgiving week. And for you consumers, Black Friday is this week and I hate fucking Black Friday. So the review schedule is going to be a little weird this week. Today I'm releasing the review. And then I'm releasing the next review on Black Friday because... The 22nd and 23rd, generally I'm with my family, so we get to relax and we just get stuff done, you know? However, if you're with your families, I hope that you guys have a great and safe holiday. With that in mind, let's get to that review you can listen to on the drive or play and ride to your homes for Thanksgiving. If you do celebrate. If you don't celebrate, have a great week and I hope you get really drunk (laughs) or do something awesome. If you have something awesome, let us know. Email us at sparkin at gmail.com or me at zansparkin.com. Also, random question of the week is going to be, what martial arts style do you think is the best? So, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was made by Matsuda Ryuchi and Yoshihide Fujiwara. 
It was published by Shogakugen all the way back in 1988 till 1992. There are 21 volumes, and this was released in Weekly Shonen Sunday. And this is a martial arts manga. And this manga, there is no anime adaptation. There was no U.S. release, so me finding it a book off was a miracle. I found one copy, then I found other versions, but I digress. And this manga that I'm talking about is called Kenji. Now, before I get into the manga itself, I have to tell you, Matsuda is a martial arts otaku. He has to be. His knowledge of martial arts is insane. Reading about all the different styles and all the various techniques and practices and concepts makes you intrigued to learn more about it. Halfway through this series, I had to stop and look at YouTube to watch videos on how these martial arts were done and then spend an hour watching people practice them in various different ways from watching MMA fighting to watching just old kung fu movies because this was pretty awesome with that aspect. It was very in-depth and very knowledgeable. Also, the manga features cameos from real-life practitioners such as Master Shu Yu Chan who founded the Paichi Tanglong Martial Arts Association and Grandmaster Li Yu Quan from the Wu-Tang Center. Not the Wu-Tang Clan, mind you, but these are all really important individuals. And with that in mind, this manga itself, like the, the knowledge is on point. The art style is a little old school, but it's pretty kinetic. However, the story itself is rather lacking. The whole premise of this manga is that our main character, Go Kenji, is looking for his grandfather. And he just arrived in China. Because he heard a rumor that his grandfather was in China. He has an idea of a name he's researching. And then he gets evidence that he went to a Shaolin temple. So Kenji ends up going to this Shaolin temple. With a letter of introduction. Ends up meeting this guy from the very evil. Wu Kung martial arts group. Who steals the letter. And he has to prove himself to get into the Shaolin temple. To find out what happened to his grandfather. Because seven years ago, this individual injured one of his very dear friends and his grandfather went to get revenge. And all that they knew about this mysterious individual is that he practiced Zhuang Yi Kuang, which is a Muslim Chinese martial arts called Jin Yi Li Hui. And so he's trying to find out what happened. He goes to this Shaolin school. And it's actually pretty cool because it does emphasize the fact that Shaolins are warriors who are known for their feats of flexibility, pain endurance, strength, and how their style is so important. And it's funny that when he arrives, these kids ask him if he has a letter of introduction. He does have an introduction. So these young Shaolin monks challenge Kenji to a fight, and he kicks their ass. They say, what, what type of martial arts style is that? And Kenji is a practitioner of Bajiquan, which it's using motion against you it's kind of like deflecting moves and then using the momentum to do motion it's actually pretty fascinating on the other hand the evil style li ji huang that's all with elbows you're using elbows to hit to smack elbow blows shoulder blows and if you've ever seen uh the golden man 
that's what he uses. And it's you see him annihilate 10 people with this weird martial arts style, which is just using shoulder butts. And Kenji ends up being able to stay when he convinces them that his grandfather was there. And he finds that his grandfather left them five years ago, and he said he'd come back any day. And they said they let him stay at the temple if he becomes a member. Otherwise, he can only stay for three days. So he ends up becoming a Shaolin monk for a short period of time. And he is learning the ways of the Shaolin monk. And he's trying to discover what happened to his grandfather. Meanwhile, his rival, Tony Tan, who is this kid who was his age, who is now a Chinese gangster, was there a couple years beforehand trying to learn a martial arts technique that he could use to defeat Kenji Go. And yes, there is a tournament arc. There is like three tournament arcs in the series. And the series is about Kenji learning how to be a martial artist, discovering the truth about his grandfather, fighting lots of technicians, and them talking a lot. It is exposition heavy. It is severely exposition heavy. I've read martial arts series where there's fights within five pages. This one, there is no fighting for fucking half the volume, and it's only two pages long. It's not even a major fight. It goes over all the technical skills about these martial arts. It hypes them up. It shows them, and then... It is like how I am a hero. You don't see Matsuya use the gun until volume four. But that buildup has such a great payoff. When you see him, because you think he's just a nut with a gun, and then you see that he is amazing, he is great, he is stellar, he is, like, the champion. This one is not so much. You know that Kenji is an amazing martial artist. You know he's going to kick ass, but you don't see it. You really don't. I mean, you see his training, and his training is doable and okay. You see the fact that his grandfather gave him out and said, if you don't want to train, you have to train tomorrow. The next day he's training, showing his dedication to the skill that he wants to learn, but... It is missing so much compared to Baki, compared to Crying Freeman, compared to all the other martial arts series. This one is just, I don't fucking know. It's frustrating. Maybe later on it becomes more compelling, but I have to admit this one let me down so much. I It sounded so good and also all of the information is so rich. You love it. You want it. You want to see it do amazing. And it just fails you on so many levels. It just fails you. I don't know. I'm just battling at this point. I just... It's frustrating. It really is. Because you want it to do great. You want it to do good. And it it doesn't. It just... It lets you down so much. And... The art style for when they do the martial arts themselves, showing the dynamic movements, is 100% on point. And like I said, Matsuda knows his shit. He knows it like to a T. He probably has a PhD in martial arts styles in the knowledge. Either that or he watches a shitload of martial arts movies and absorbed it all. And he, you want to see this knowledge, this love of it just interpreted so much better. It's a letdown to see him just not focus it enough. I read two volumes of it and I just was not satisfied with what I was reading. Maybe it's because I wanted more of a instant, you know, instant gratification, not the build up. 
But I've been able to wait with other series. It just... This one let me down so much. With that in mind, even though it did have 21 volumes, I was not going to make it through 21 volumes. I may go back and read this again. This may be a blackjack situation where, at this moment in time, I don't appreciate it. But when I get older, I'll appreciate this 150%. Until then, though, I really cannot... I can't give my all to this. And I'm going to give this a better rating than I thought it would get. I, just by a little bit because of the technical skill. Because of the art style. I'm going to give this a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. But just because it is so ridiculously accurate with the knowledge about all the martial arts styles. It's insane how thorough it is. It's just... He lets me down so much. He lets me down. With that in mind, I just, I can't condone it. If you disagree with me, email me, zanspyrokin.com. Let me know what I am not seeing here. This is just like with some of the other manga I've read recently. I just, I'm missing something. I don't know what I'm missing, but I'm missing it. Let me know at any of the sites I told you you can email me at sparkin at gmail.com, zanspyrokin.com. At Sparkin on Twitter, Instagram at Sparkin, Tumblr at Sparkin, anything with just Sparkin. Just put it in, I guarantee you'll find me some way, somehow. Now, with that in mind, remember, if you want to listen to any of the earlier episodes, Sparkin.com, www.sparkin.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the other websites. And with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. Except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? Well, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that Wheel of Manga, and whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, because each one has a title on it. Now, instead of starting at 1 like I usually do, because it is a really cool week, I'm actually going to start it at 5. So maybe something different will happen, as opposed to being on 1 or 10, because it's been really on the lower high numbers. I want something in the middle, you know, a 7, a 6... We're going to see, because this is some good ones this week. We got uh, a lot of food stuff, and we have one about being a garbage man in space. So let's uh, spin and see. I called it. It's actually number five. So, in the next episode, we are going to be reviewing one, two, three, four, five. Oh, a manga about sentient food that teaches you about food. What am I talking about? I'm talking about food girls. Yeah, I know. It's kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, but hey, it's what the manga wheel has chosen, and that's what we must follow because it has rules us all. When it was Scully, we followed it, and now you must do it. And plus, it's kind of appropriate for this week because of what's going on on Thursday. Anyway, talk to you guys next time. <laughs>